Is this the interview? We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's start with the easy one. Who are you? Uh, I'm John. <laughs> All right. And John, you actually participated in the first ever issue of Journey Planet. Yes, I did. Because I am, as you probably can tell from my accent, um, uh, British. And so you came to an Eastercon. So Eastercons are a convention we have in um, Britain, uh, which are usually at Easter. And Chris came over on your TAF trip, mm -hmm. I think. It was. I and, was a Transatlantic Fan Delegate, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And um, Chris and James Bacon, who you may have heard of from such fanzines as, oh, what's the fanzine he does? Um, Perny, Perny Janet? Yeah, Lose. Bernie Janet. Okay, okay. Bernie Fanet. Journey Planet. Journey Planet. That's the one. Yes. He uh he and Chris worked on a fanzine in an hour, which was the first Journey Planet, and I contributed um mainly by being hungover, if I remember correctly. And at the end of the hour, the first issue of Journey Planet had been um completely finished, no further work needed doing. Correct. There is no, yeah, nothing else happened yeah. at all it was one hour and i stopped yeah it was just perfect to the end of the hour yeah no it was great um and did you think we'd still be doing this 13-ish years later um no i think it's fair to say i don't think anyone thought you would i mean okay so let's be honest i think <clears throat> people only gave it a 50 percent chance that you'd do it once so asking people to guess the likelihood you do it 55 more times, I think people would have gone, you know, maybe a bit pessimistic. But you have, which is amazing. One Hugo Award and many little lapen lapel pins later, um, you are going from strength to strength. And that's good. We need to keep you around for that sort of support and optimism. Uh, I'm an optimistic, man. That's right. And you're a scientist. I am a scientist. Yes. What type of science do you science? Uh, space. I science the science of space, uh, or as we call it in space science, uh, space science. Uh, and so what that is, is instead of um, astronomy or astrophysics, where you look at stars and galaxies and boring stuff like that, uh, I look at things a little bit closer to the Earth, and I look at stuff like the aurora and the northern lights and hmm. things of that nature the first time i edited a zine that's probably not true 2004 i believe uh oh god now you're asking Did I know? no 2006 i think because i was supposed to be revising for um a specific exam and hmm. i did a fanzine instead uh that was showing that procrastinations it was procrastinations it was I believe um, I submitted something for that. You did eventually. I think. I mean, I think you're in like issue three, Chris. So I'm not sure it took you long. No, no, no. At that point, I was uh, actually trying, and uh, I, I paid attention to what was going on around me. <laughs> I mean, I, I... that's fair. <laughs> now that I'm in my hermitage, that you know, I don't need to. Um, but you've been doing fanzines for a while now, which. Which fanzines are yours? Uh, I did Procrastinations. I did a uh, very, very short-lived zine 
called uh, Retweet. Um, I think I did like one issue, maybe two. Um, I did uh, Procrastination, as we mentioned. I did um, uh, issues 45, something else, and 56 of Journey Planet. I did the uh, the Matrix issue of Journey Planet, and I did the two uh, Star Wars issues of Journey Planet. Uh, mm -hmm. And me and my wife, Espanya Sheriff, publish a fanzine called Lulzine, which is an email fanzine. Uh, so you can get it in your inbox. It comes straight to your eyes. Mm -hmm. And I love I love Lulzine. It's a fun I've been lucky enough to write, I think, two or three things for y'all. Yep, yep, yep. And they have been fantastic. Uh, particularly liked the uh, Pratchett article you did for the uh, fifth issue. I thought that was really good. Um, and attracted letters of comment, which was cool. Uh, oh, wow. One of which we forgot to print. So that was also good. <laughs> <laughs> hey sorry that's how these Jerry. Work. <laughs> yeah um and the other thing i do which is not a fanzine is a podcast called octothorpe which i do with a noted british fan alison scott and noted british fan liz batty but i didn't know you did a podcast i don't know how i missed that uh i mean it's a great podcast chris 10 out of 10 podcast would highly recommend um everyone go and subscribe now now you review your own podcast uh i like it we have done uh 21 episodes chris goes to his phone to it is see called octothorpe which is oh. the fancy name for hashtag yes the names inspired by old fanzines like hyphen um so the name <laughs> is octothorpe and then the logo is an octothorpe made out of octothorpes like hyphen logo was made out of hyphens. Hmm. Not available. Oh, there's a T in Octothorpe. There is. O-C-T-O-T-H-O-R-P-E. Yes. And it's hosted by John Coxon and Allison Scott and Liz Batty. Yes. Who you may know from conventions such as Luncon 3. I love Liz. She's awesome. She is awesome. Oh, but I already will no longer ever listen to it because there's an episode called Mozilla. No, no, no. There's not. Oh, perfect. It's called Mothia. That's how you pronounce Liar. it, Chris. Liar. That's how you um, pronounce it. <laughs> and this is embarrassing for you because you even live near San Francisco and, uh, I don't know, getting schooled in pronunciation by an Englishman. You do know that the founders of Netscape and Mozilla are friends of mine, right? Yeah, so you'd think you'd know how to pronounce it. That's my point. <sighs> I'm so glad you people are out of the European Union. Anyhow, um, let's, let's ask a very important question. You did the Star Wars issues, both of them, with yes. Journey Planet. I did. And what was your first Star Wars memory? Uh, my first Star Wars memory is actually a really dull memory. Um, I got a toy of Luke Skywalker and a Stormtrooper on a speeder bike on, uh, from the planet Endor. And um, I was like to my dad, who are these people? Which one of them is the good guy? Because I had not seen Star Wars at that point and he had to explain what a Stormtrooper was to me. And then I remember we went to see in 1997, went to see the uh, the uh, remastered special editions. And um, 
and yeah, him explaining to me like who who Darth Vader was and like um kind of giving me the lowdown before we went in. I had to read the crawl to my little brother because he wasn't as fast a reader as I was at that point. Uh, and it was good. But yeah, my first very, very first memory is is that one um Battle of Endor uh playset. Also have to correct you. The speeder bike was not from the moon of Endor. All their speeder bikes are imported from Coruscant. So yeah, from you where? call yourself a fan. Uh, that from, planet from from Coruscant. Coruscant, yeah, you know, Cormoran. Yes, I yeah, Cormoran. Yes, it went diving for a fish. Um, very. <laughs> Im- now, knowing that you are a Star Wars fan. If you were trying to get me to hate Star Wars the most, Uh which film would you show me first? Attack of the Clones. Good choice. Excellent. Fantastic choice. I know the one you choose, if you want to get them to love it forever, is the Star Wars Holiday Special. But... So there is actually one person in the world who has only ever seen... The only Star Wars film she's seen is the Holiday Special, and it is my fault. (laughs) Good Uh, point. We had a Thanksgiving potluck, um, and we decided we would screen the holiday special because, um, you know, it was originally forecast at Thanksgiving. I'd never seen it. None of the people coming had ever seen it. I thought it'd be funny. Uh, and it turns out one of the persons who came has never seen any Star Wars at all. So that is what she thinks Star Wars is now, the holiday special. She's so so lucky. I mean, it is. it must be a glorious worldview to have, right? It is. I mean, I love, uh, first off, it is the source of one of my favorite all-time quotes, don't you with your girlfriend was hot like B, because uh, B Arthur in that is just, but I mean, I, you know, I was four years old, and it was one of those things that, like, I just loved it, because I love Wookiees. I mean, that's fair, and you love Wookiees called Itchy and Scratchy and Scooby and Scrappy and all the E's. And Doug. Very few people realize Grandpa was actually Doug. Yup. Yeah, I, I'm Doug. No, you're Wookie. thinking of Sebulba from uh, Final Menace. He was Doug. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Douglas Sebulba. No, no, he. Um. Uh. I'm not even kidding with you right now, Chris. His species is called the Doug. D U G. Doug. Oh yeah, yeah, Doug. Now, what happens if Frank Oz dies? Do we still have a Yoda? Um, yes, because he exists on film in much way, like we still have uh Princess Leia, right? Even though Carrie Fisher went, which is extremely sad. Yes, it's shared my birthday October 21st. That was when she was born. Well, that's uh. That's a neat coincidence. I don't know if I share my birthday with anyone Star Wars. Yeah, I'm fairly sure I would know. But um, uh, what's your birthday? Uh, I'm not telling you. You use it to fake my identity and steal all my things. Come on, throw a guy a bone. Uh, now, now, what is if you have a fanzine issue of your dreams? What is it? Um. That's a really tough one. Um, I don't know. I think if I could choose to do a fanzine about anything, 
it would probably be Star Wars. So in some ways, like I've already done the fancy dish of my dreams. I am really proud of that. I'm really proud of all three of the Jenny Planets I've edited, but I think that first one, it's like 86 pages, 90 pages. It is a mm-hmm. it is a thick fanzine. Um, and there's like a lot of different people in there and there's some really cool pieces. There's um, Tom Veitch and Timothy Zahn and um, just like some some super cool people contributed to that. Uh, and then the same with the, the subsequent one, like some of the people that we, we got were insane. Can I think that's... Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Ah, uh, James Bacon. That's right. He won a Hugo once, twice. He did win a Hugo twice, and he got nominated for winning one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because he just was—he was a freak that night. That was just. And you yeah. were there, man. I was there. Yep. I pre- I presented the one before that, mm-hmm. where you mispronounced Claire Briley's name. Uh yes, I did. Uh, if I ever win a Hugo, my entire acceptance speech will just be to shout, Briarly, drop the mic and moonwalk off stage. You can't, can't moonwalk away. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't because I can't moonwalk. Like, it's not even it's not even that I can, but I shouldn't. There's just no, I have to learn. Fair it's enough. on the list after Spanish. Hmm. Uh, for me, the list is uh, Moonwalk is further down. Uh, I have to learn how to make a good paella, which is also like okay. learning Spanish. Um, mm-hmm. uh, learn the deadly art of ninjutsu. But yeah, no. So so I think I've pretty much done my dream fanzine already. Um, I guess if I could do like my dream dream fanzine, it'd be like to have all of the all of the people who have ever written like canon Star Wars stuff, so like the script writers and the novelists and the comic artists and, and writers and get them to like discuss kind of their takes. Um, I did a Kathy Clatch with Mer Lafferty at uh, Con-, Con Jose 2 and um, Con Harder and... Um, <laughs> a San Jose World Con. A San Jose World Con. And and that was really really good. Um, I think because because you know when when you do a cafe clutch for someone, you get to ask them like all the questions you you have about like the, the more esoteric stuff they've done, and and getting to ask more about like some of the stuff she experienced with with Star Wars was amazing. Um, and so yeah, I think I think it would be really neat. I mean, obviously that's but that even that's kind of what we did with that first issue, getting Timothy's on um, and mm-hmm. Tom Veitch. So so you know, yeah, and we could probably get Murr and a couple of the others. It would be neat. It would. We be could neat. probably get Ryan Johnson even. Oh, that yeah, would written, be neat. He's written for us before. I knew that. I did know that. That was pre. That was pre Star Wars. I think. I th- I literally think it was the week that they announced him uh, taking on a Star War was the week we released. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It was lucky. <laughs> Your skill, Chris. Pure skill. That's right. Um, okay, lightning round. Are go. you ready? Yep. Favorite cheese? Cheddar. Favorite taco? Um, the Dorito ones they did that time. Favorite country outside of the U.S.? Uh, so uh, Canada or Mexico? Canada or Mexico? Going to go Canada. Correct. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Uh, 
best Worldcon experience? Helsinki. Wrong. The correct answer is Reno. Reno. Reno was Re, Reno's a close second. Um, mm-hmm. Very close second. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Yes. Correct. Uh, Intel or AMD? No. <laughs> oh, an arm man, eh? Uh, you know it. Yeah. Uh, what was your first computer? Uh, it was a crappy beige box that my dad brought home from work, which was running Windows 3.11 for workstations. Oh, nice. All right. It was Here's... not nice, Chris. It didn't even have Chips Challenge on it. I know. Last comic book you read? Uh, it was the one-off Age of Rebellion issue they did uh, last year, and it was the Han Solo one. Ooh. Favorite community character? Abed. No. John Oliver, Professor Duncan. Either one of those are acceptable. Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter? Um, Instagram. Live, laugh, or love? Laugh. Pumpkin pie? Yes or no? Uh, yes. If you were ever to win a Hugo in a category that does not exist, what would you want it to be? Um, best t-shirts. Perfect answer. Thank you for sitting down with us, John. You are the man. No, Chris. You are the man. I am the rock. <laughs>